Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Let's do it. This is the MMA Takes Podcast. Podcast. With your host, Brian Petrie. Hey. Welcome to the MMA Take Podcast. This podcast is with Devin Tejada, as you've seen that in the title. Almost cursed. Couldn't get it on the books. We finally got it on the books. We're not Tony and Khabib. We're going to make it happen. It's a wonderful Saturday night, but they all, all the days feel the fucking same to me. Devin, how are you doing with coronavirus, pal? You have it yet? You don't have it? You're good? You're safe? You know, I could have it be, be asymptomatic know. and never, never even know, know it. You know what's funny is I've been hearing all these things where they say uh, loss of smell, maybe diarrhea. All these things could be loss of taste and smell, diarrhea, stomach issues. All these things could be a symptom of coronavirus. I had coronavirus last year. When I got put in the hospital with pneumonia and they they diagnosed me with rhinovirus, I had no smell, no taste. I was shitting my brains out, and then I had a little bit of fluid in my lungs. I could have been the first guy to have coronavirus. I don't, I'm not making a joke. It was weird. When I'm reading all these symptoms, I'm like, damn, I had all those last year. Obviously, they mimic a cold, and they're, it's super infectious, and it um, it uh, travels like crazy. Apparently, it's like possibly airborne now where – Yep. Uh, um, let's see something. There you go. Where you can catch it uh, airborne, which is scary. I haven't worn a mask yet. I was at Menards yesterday getting some things to hang up shelves and whatnot, uh, and everyone was in a mask but me. I felt a little, uh, I felt a little bad, but uh, I washed my hands. We're good, but we're not talk- we're, we're not here to talk about coronavirus because that's everywhere. We're here to talk about the little MMA we have. It's kind of be a loose show. I got a couple things written down here. We'll talk about. Devin's gonna go off. He's been texting me, and I've been trying to say have him save it for the show, save it for his moment. He keeps wasting his material on me via text. So we'll start we'll start with the big one. I'll ask you a question, Devin. Do you think UFC 249 will happen? Not Tony could be, but do you think the event will happen on April 18th? You know, that's kind of one of the things I had written down, and I figured it would be the first thing that that got brought up here. Do I think you know, I'm really on the fence with it. Um Dana is a stubborn dude. And there's no telling that guy no. So even if he, you know, has them fight in a spare bedroom of his house, like there's a there's a good chance that someone's gonna fucking fight, yep. whether it's right or not. Um, I as much as I want to watch some fights, like I, it's really weird. Like I've I've been out of the I feel like I've been out of the loop for so freaking long. I, I've watched every fight on Fight Pass already. I've I've watched anything that's worth watching when it comes to MMA outside of you know, smaller organizations, things like that. I was watching the last week I was watching, you know, old Tyson fights. Like that's how much tape I've watched. So I'm, I'm fiending for some good fights. Um, I just don't think that they should do it, man. I don't think that it's smart. I don't think that it's right. I think the backlash that the UFC will get if they do do it is going to be bad. Um, it feels like a money grab. I don't know if they're desperate or something, but it's, you know, the whole thing is, is strange. I'm really on the fence with it because, fuck, if they have a pay-per-view next weekend, I'm going to buy it. Right. I'm, I'm watching it. Yeah. So, you know, I'm so, really on the fence. See, I'm on the other side. I think they should have it because <clears throat> a lot of fighters are getting tested. No one's reporting that. Francis got, a test, got tested. Tony got tested. Khabib got tested. All negative. 
Obviously, if they have coronavirus, they wouldn't let them fight. UFC has never, no one's ever complained about the medicals for UFC. UFC's never shorted anyone medicals. They've actually changed MMA with the USADA. No other organization has done that. I think if they can do it safely, obviously no fans. The problem is finding where they're going to go, right? It was supposed to be in Florida. Now Florida's locked down. Indian burial or Indian tribal ground or whatever in Oklahoma, that might be in play. It might be in Idaho. It might be in, I heard, you know, I initially thought Russia, but Russia's getting locked down. Then they went to Abu Dhabi. I don't think Tony and Khabib are going to happen. Uh, we'll get to Khabib in a minute. I, I'm okay with the fights going on as long as it's all safe. Everyone gets tested. I feel like just get tested. But there's no difference between two guys fighting without that do not have coronavirus, bleeding all over each other, shirtless, right? If they have coronavirus, it's a problem. But there's no difference from that and then me going, delivering my stuff at work, you know, bumping into somebody and they cough on me or whatever it is, I could get sick, right? We have over 200 people that work in my building where I work at, right? And we're considered essential employees because we, we're making the move, the world go around or whatever shit they're saying. <laughs> if it's all right for me to go show up, you know, to work with 100 people plus in this building and then go deliver at 20 to 30 to 40 to 50 different places a day, then I think fighters who need the money and if they're healthy and if they want to do it, absolutely. I was on Twitter just before now and I saw all these guys throwing their names in a hat. All these guys going, I'll fight. Bring it to Florida. You know what I mean? So we'll see what happens. I think I'm okay with them fighting. Obviously, they do it safely. No fans is is the big thing. I think they shouldn't even fly out commentators. I think they should put commentators remote, put them in a studio, let them commentate from elsewhere because flights and everything could get tricky. Uh, they can't spend all that money on private private planes, even though they have it. And then the, comp- the parent company that owns the UFC, WEG, they're laying people off. Dana White tore into Ioli because Ioli said UFC's laying people off. And Dana White went on Instagram Live and said, fuck you. We're not laying anybody off. Our people who own us are laying people off, but we're not. So I do think the actual company in a whole, not just the UFC, but the people that own the UFC, if they're laying people off, obviously it's tough times. No movies are getting made. Um, so I think they're going to go go on with the fights if they can make it happen. They just need a location. Will I watch it? Absolutely, right? <clears throat> if they don't if they don't do it, I'm not going to be upset. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to rant and rave and be like, oh, they should have fucking did it, blah, blah, blah. My personal opinion, I think it'll be okay if they decide not to for the safety of the fighters. I understand that too. I'll be bummed out because I want to watch it. But all these fucking people, I know you're a Luke Thomas guy. He's been just going on Twitter like crazy. Luke Thomas, Josh Gross, uh, Ben Folks, all these fucking idiots are going on, blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. When they do the fight, if they do the pay-per-view, don't cover it, right? And instead of, and if it's bad for the UFC to make money, then whenever you post your little rant videos, then why do you put ads on it, right? Everyone needs to make money at some point, but you're going to go ahead and say, oh, I got an important message for the UFC, but here, here's a sponsor for fucking Roman swipe so my dick can stay up. You know what I mean? Like what, like what is happening, right? Same thing with CNN and the media. You know, I'll go and click and watch like a little clip from the uh, CNN or Fox News. They both do it. I go and click the uh, link to see uh, what the president said over the press conference or whatever. You know, I, I stopped watching it, but this was like a week ago when I was following everything. I go and click on it and they're putting me three ads before I can even see what he said. So it's like, where is this? Because the people who are making the most money right now is the media. The CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, they're constantly, constantly getting clicks on the website. The people probably have Fox News or CNN, whatever you put on your TV, 24-7, right? I don't think it's that bad for these fighters who are making possibly... 80 grand a year. I'm talking about these guys who are very low on the totem pole. 80 grand a year. That's if they fight three times a year. 
There's some fighters who haven't fought yet this year. So they're probably like, well, yeah, I need to fucking make money. I got kids and shit, right? I get health insurance when I fight. I, that's what I need. So I'm okay with it. We'll move on. We can go on for this. But let me ask you this. What do you think about Khabib? Because Khabib is flip-flopping like a fucking fish out of water. I use that reference for you, Devin Goes Fishing. Fish out of water. He's flip-flopping. I, I can't fight because coronavirus. Wait. I never said I couldn't fight. Tell me location. Send me location. What do you think about that? I think he's he's acting like a little bitch. I think this is the first time in his career where he's been this popular and gotten any sort of backlash. Yeah. And anybody to say anything negative about him. Um, but whether you're a Khabib fan or not, like, when has Khabib... Khabib's not scared to fight anybody at no, 155, no. so no, they just need to not. stop that. Yeah, no, no I would like, never push that narrative. Khabib's not scared of like, anybody, and he shouldn't be stripped. I'll go and clear the... He should, I, absolutely no, not. No, 100% not. There's a fucking global pandemic. Mm. I, I'm a Khabib fan. He's yeah. not my favorite fighter, but I'm a Khabib fan. He's probably the top three in that 155 division that I like. Um, but I, he shouldn't be stripped. If they no. stripped him, they would... First off, he's the second biggest star in the in the whole sport. So they, yeah, it, financially, huge. it would be fucking stupid for them to strip him. Huge. Um, it, it would be a huge hit to them. The people and people that are his fans are different type of people. Conor McGregor fans and Khabib fans are different people. Conor McGregor fans are a certain type of person, but like, look at Khabib fans. Like, dude, a lot of his fans are like Muslim, those mm -hmm. kind of people. Like they don't fuck around. Like they'll boycott the sport. Mm -hmm. If fucking Khabib gets strips, dude, yeah. like half of Russia is going to say, I'm not fucking ever ordering a pay-per-view again. Yeah. You're so right. they, they can't strip him. Like Khabib's fans are like his certain fan base is like a cult fucking following. And they will, they will boycott the UFC if Khabib gets stripped. And also he doesn't deserve it. Um, I don't know what they're going to do for 249. Um, I don't know what – if, if they can get Khabib to fight, um, as much as I don't think it's smart for the UFC to do it, like I'll fucking watch it. Yeah. So, um, And everyone complaining will watch it too. Everyone who said, oh, it's not the right thing to do, they'll watch it. But here's my question, man, is like it doesn't – I don't think they're going to have Tony fight. See, I, I think, really don't think – I think it would be if Khabib's off – I can understand if Tony wants to be off because there's enough people. Francis Agani, Rosenstruck, all these guys are volunteering to be the main event, right? You have other plays here. Tony and Khabib, we've been waiting long enough. The only issue, if you're Tony, right, is you blew your knee out. You've had one fight since then, and that was Cowboy. Then you need to get in there to get the ring rust off or whatever like that, right? You're getting older. He's 36, 37 years old. So would you want to risk it because Khabib's going to be off the summer for Ramadan? You know, they're not pushing Ramadan because of coronavirus, right? Ramadan's going to be all summer where Khabib doesn't fight. So you're looking at, if you're Tony, you're looking at probably September, December, or December, or excuse me, September, I don't know the months, September, October, that's a long wait. <clears throat> now there's talk about Gaethje, right? Dude, you I, this, I would, I would love the fight, but is it smart for Tony? Gaethje's Tony's crazy, though. Dude, if he fights fucking Gaethje... There's no way you can't fight Gaethje and walk away like you, you're not going to knock him out in one clean shot mm -hmm. in the first three minutes of the fight. You're going to leave with an injury. You're not fighting Justin Gaethje and not leaving injured. Correct. That dude is going to leg kick you. That dude is going to kick you in the leg. Hey, but people Tony, say that Edson Barboza. Tony kicks dude, steel like, pipes, bro. Dude, have you seen the videos? 
dude, like it's just fucking crazy. Like those guys, if they fight each other, because like Tony starts a little slow and Gaethje fights and starts a little hot. Lately, he's been, you know, picking the shots better. But I think that if he fights Gaethje, even if he beats Gaethje, there's no way he's not leaving that fight fucking injured. Gaethje just hits too hard. Yeah. He's too much of a fucking bulldozer. He can take a shot and Gaethje fights are long fights. Unless he finishes you, they're long fights. Even if you finish him, he doesn't get finished until the end of the fight. So you have to go through hell and high water in a Gaethje fight. Mm -hmm. Who knows at Tony's age if he could – like if he fights Khabib tomorrow or if he fights Justin Gaethje tomorrow and then six months down the line fights Khabib, how much healthier is his body going to be at his age going through that Gaethje fight? Yeah, that's a good point. That's a fucking car crash. Yeah, Yeah, That's an 80-mile-an-hour car crash. Yeah, you're going to get fucked up. The only advantage if I was Tony – Gaethje's on the way up. If if this fight doesn't happen, it, it, you know this is all rumors. No one knows. Gaethje will fight uh, Connor. Presumably, they're interested a little bit from what I read. But if you're Tony and you beat Gaethje, right? Then when you if you beat Khabib, you can go. Well, I've already beat him, and you get him on a short training camp. Gaethje has already said numerous times, I don't take short notice fights because the way I fight, I need the fucking. Um, full training camp, right? He's only gonna. Have, he's probably only been training what four weeks, maybe. They let him know. Still don't know the location. Tony went on Sports Center. Seemed interested a little bit in fighting. One of the Khabib fight said, "I'm the champ." Uh, fucking uh, get you know, I'm the champ. Doesn't matter. So he's looking at himself like he's defending his belt that he never lost. Because that's how crazy he is. Now, if the UFC throws a lot of money his way, I can't see. I mean, he lives in Southern California. That's not cheap. He hasn't really fought that much. I know he's not making huge money, probably making okay money, but not huge money uh, for the Cowboy fight. His last time out, he's got minimal sponsors. Um, So this could be a cash grab where they're like, listen, we'll give you points because it's going to be, everyone's going to buy the pay-per-view. Not everyone, but most people. We're going to give you points where you got to fight Gaethje on short notice. And then if you win, you'll fight Khabib in the fall. When this all gets straightened out, you can fight him wherever you want. Now you have more leverage. But you're right. You whatever you, what, what you said was exactly right. You fight Gaethje, you're gonna get fucked up no matter what. No matter how tough you are, you're gonna get your legs kicked out. You could get knocked out. You can ruin everything. You might not even get the Khabib fight. It's definitely a big risk of UFC. Everyone wants to see Tony Khabib. No one's talking about Tony and or excuse me, Khabib and Gaethje. No it, Khabib and maybe Connor. Uh, that's the only thing they're talking about. So if, if Tony takes this fight, Gaethje wins, then Connor will fight Khabib next. He'll leapfrog everybody. You know what I mean? So the UFC might be like, well, fuck, let's feed Tony Gaethje. If Gaethje wins, we'll give Connor Khabib. We'll leave Gaethje out again. You know what I mean? It's it's a lot of weird dynamics. If I was Tony, I wouldn't take the fight. I would wait for Khabib. But mm-hmm. Tony's crazy. He elbows and st- uh, kicks pipes. So uh, steel pipes, that is. So I don't know what he's going to do. And if they throw a lot of money awesome. his way, you know, if they throw a lot of money his way, fuck. I mean, who knows? But here's my biggest issue with Khabib, right? So three weeks ago, we were in coronavirus. Everyone knew about coronavirus. Maybe Khabib doesn't pay attention because he was in California. He wasn't at home in Russia. He didn't really see the ramifications of it. But he was sending out quotes. Fly me to an empty arena. Just me and him. Send me location, right? He's submitting these quotes to ESPN, Brett Okamoto, Air Hawani. He just said, "It's not. I want to go wherever he's at. It could just be me and him locked in a room. I don't care. Three weeks later, he's in he's in Dagestan. All of a sudden, it's like, wait, coronavirus is real. I can't, I can't, I can't fucking fight during coronavirus. Sends that big long Instagram post, and everyone's like, okay, that makes sense because you know it is a pandemic. It's pretty scary. 
Then he comes back and goes, whoa, I never said that. Just uh, he sent me location again, right? And like you said, he got some backlash. So I have a little problem with Khabib acting like a chick, bro, right? He's yo-yoing back and forth. And I feel like he needs to make a stand because he's a huge star and be like, I'm champ. I'm the star. I'm not going to fight because people are dying. And I, you don't have a fucking location for me. So what am I going to sign up for? Where am I going to fly? Um, but He shouldn't fight, man. Yeah, but I just I just have a problem with what he's saying, Dev. Yeah. Even with that attitude. Like, even with that flip-flop mindset, you're not 100%. You shouldn't fucking fight. No. And he cuts a lot of you, weight. You get what I mean. He cuts <clears throat> he, a lot of fucking weight. Yeah, he does. Um, Tony's too dangerous. Yeah. Like, they... And it's not worth it to the fans either, dude. No. It's not because they're not going to get the best version of either one right, of them. We're going to get shortchanged on it. Yeah, all, all, I, you know, all of them are. The whole everybody will get shortchanged on it. Yeah. Um, and I don't like what he's doing either, man. He's going back and forth saying a bunch of shit in the media. Just, just say fuck you, I'm the champ. And if, or just own it, you know, just say fuck you, I'm the champ, and I can change my mind. Yeah, you Did know, you, just, uh, you're not on, just, you're not on Twitter, right? No, I, sh- I fucking should. You get on Twitter. Twitter's my favorite social media app. Follows everybody takes podcasts on Twitter. Um, Connor sending out some tweets. Have you have you got a whiff of this yet? Yeah, saying that um, Tony is like three two or something like yeah. that. <clears throat> right, that's what because there was speculation because John Cavanaugh on April Fool said, "Hey, I have a date open for April eighteenth, meaning like all oh, Connor's going to take the fight." <clears throat> Connor tweeted out, "said I'm in shape right now." So everyone was like, oh, Connor's going to take the fight. There's no way that's going to happen. <clears throat> anyway, he tweeted out because he hates Khabib. And uh, he said these three, two pullouts, Tony. And he, and he bashed Khabib. That probably doesn't feel well for Khabib. Apparently, Khabib got offered the Connor fight later in the year already. Because you got to figure if the UFC shuts down till July, they got to make up some money. So they got to make money. They got to put on a big fight. So they're like, Connor Khabib's the biggest fight we can do, right? So there's talking about maybe them doing that in September. And Khabib alluded to they've already offered it to Khabib for a lot of fucking money, and he already turned it down. So Connor's maybe getting his name out there, getting getting ahead of the curb here. He did Instagram or tweet. I can't remember what it was. It was like a <clears throat> thing of his body, and he looked like in good shape. A lot of people are speculating. Uh, you are not as much of a Connor fanboy as I am. What did you feel about his tweet? Do you agree with it? Do you disagree with it? Um, what, what What's up? What I like about Connor is that he can lose a fight as bad as he lost and still go and try to pick that same fucking fight with an 80% chance that that same thing will happen again. And I feel like he even knows that. Um, Khabib's the worst fucking matchup in that whole division for him, probably. Yeah. And he knows that. He's not stupid. So he's. Connor will lose for money. Yeah. He'll try to fight and he'll win, but he'll take. He'll take the money. Like he's okay with that. I tell you so what. So he'll put his fucking name out there against anybody. Tell you what, you've been watching a lot of old fights, you said, on Fight Pass. Have you happened to watch the Connor Khabib fight? And have you watched the Connor or excuse me, Khabib uh Poirier? Because Connor did better than Poirier did. Connor I've I've watched both of those fights probably like ten times back now. Um Poirier Connor did better than me. Poirier. Embarrass me. Poor Dude, Poirier, like the the way he 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 got broken right away. Mm-hmm. His mentality just got fucking broken. You could see it. He went back to his corner after the first round, and he's like, "I can't get this guy off me." Yeah, which is Not, like, hey, hey, buddy, you're fighting Khabib. What the fuck do you think was gonna happen? After dude, you, after he said that, but, I'm like, he lost. It's over. 
that, 100%. But that's how fucking crazy Khabib's will is that he can impose on you yep. is for someone like Dustin Poirier to say, you know, mm-hmm. I can't get this dude off me no matter right. no matter what. And Dustin Poirier cracks like he's da- – you really got to give it to Khabib for doing what he's doing to these guys. Oh, yeah. It's great. <laughs> like, he's it's, fucking fantastic. Like, it's, it's crazy. He's very, it's very good. crazy. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. He's, he's – it's it's just weird too because like when he does things, his positioning is really great. But if you just watch him, it's not like watching Anderson Silva in prime form where you look at Anderson Silva striking in prime form and you're like – Holy fuck, this guy's like magic. Right. Khabib is just, you just watch him and you're like, why is he so good? Like, you why can understand he why he's good. You can watch his positioning and stuff like that. But it's like, what? It's just, Khabib's style is bizarre to me. Mm-hmm. I understand what he does. He's, you know, grappling heavy, very, you know, positional and stuff like that. He likes to have position before he does things. And he's, he's like, in that Poirier fight, he was fucking dirty, dude, like covering his mouth, yep. grabbing, you know, and it was like 200 degrees in Abu Dhabi. Like, it's, it was hot. Remember because like, the AC he was, broke. Khabib's just, but you know, but but back to what you're saying. Connor did do better than him. Um, Connor was able to at least like shrug off some takedowns and and not put himself into. He put himself into multiple bad positions. Well, he didn't compete. Put him there, but yeah, I would say that um, on a one to ten scale, Poirier could be a four and Connor was a five. <laughs> I I'm gonna give Connor, and you know how I feel about Connor. I'm gonna give Connor a solid six for his performance. A lot of people keep talking about the third round because Connor won the third round. Yeah, but Khabib took it off. Let's be honest with it, right? Khabib's like, he okay, got let, stopped in the second. Yeah, let's let let's let's re, let's restart. You know, whatever. I just almost finished him in the second round. Connor, you know, took advantage of it. Had a pretty good first uh, third round, no doubt about it. I rewatched this fight, both these fights recently. Uh, first round is what really impressed me with Connor because. That's a fresh Khabib, and Connor did not give up any position. He just got his legs tied up. All he had to do was tweak that a little bit. He was probably back up on his feet. He threw a knee that landed that people missed. Didn't land flush, but landed that he's working on. So you clean up a little bit. That's a different first round. Second round, you come out, you get caught with a punch, couldn't get back off your feet, almost got, you know, you got your fucking head pounded. Third round, Khabib took off, and Connor was a little gassed, right? And the announcers were kind of gassing, uh, Khabib up a little bit, which, or I'm sorry, Connor up a little bit, which again, you got to listen to without the, with the, without Dominic Cruz in there with that, that fucking idiot. Um, but it was a good, it was a good third round. I mean, that was probably the only round Khabib lost. I mean, you can make an argument for the, uh, Al, Al Quinta fight, but I mean, that, that again, I think, uh, Khabib was playing with Al fourth round. It doesn't matter because he submitted Connor and Connor couldn't last five rounds. Poirier, besides that left hand, the guillotine did nothing. Right. And this is a guy that, who kind of talked a lot of shit and said, like, I know what to do. I'm with this great camp and everything like that. And he went out there and was surprised that he couldn't get this guy off him. Hey, bro, so, you're fighting a Russian bear. That's what happens. <laughs> I was so di- I'm still so disappointed. And, and Poirier is not my guy or anything like that. I root for him. I, I think I like him or whatever. But it's like, what did you think was going to happen, dude? Like, what? Like, who did you think you were fighting? That's like going out there and be like, dude, Conor McGregor keeps hitting me with his left hand. Yeah, no fucking shit, bud. Why don't you, you know what I mean? Like that, that was so odd to me. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've said it before. I'm gonna stick to my guns. I think Connor beats could be even a rematch there. I said it, Devin there. I said it. Um, well, another thing too, well, one thing I want to ask you is who took more damage? Uh, 
McGregor tenfold. You think so? I, I can't remember. 100%. Yeah, yeah, because Khabib did well, because see, Khabib, <laughs> Khabib had position on Poirier, but he, he liked Poirier, right? He hated Connor, so he's pounded him the yeah. mouth. I feel like he could have fucked dude, Poirier. Connor up. took Connor took I've counted next time you watch that fight, second round. Connor takes even more 36. impressive. Even more impressive. He took all 36. He takes 36 unanswered punches. A different referee would have stopped that fight. A different ref would have stopped that I fight. I don't know. I don't know. Let me tell you, let me tell you one thing right now. Connor tapped in the fourth round. Poirier tapped in the third. Huh? Connor lasted yeah. a whole no, you're, you're right, though. a whole nother round after getting you're his right. face pounded in. All I'm saying is <laughs> I think after the, after the performance that Poirier put up over Max Holloway that I watched live and his oh walkout was unbelievable, then you go out there and you're stunned about you can't get this guy off you. That blows my mind. <coughs> you're right. I'm choking you're, it. It made me so and, mad. Dude, and fucking Poirier has Yoel Romero in his camp. Just fucking wrestle Yoel Romero for six months every fucking day. That's how you train for Khabib. Like... I think yo. I think just, just spends, Yoel. I think he spends most of his time in Cuba now. I think he only comes. He used to, yeah, he used to live in Florida like year round. I think he only comes out for camps. I think he lives in uh, Cuba, Cuba now. I don't. I don't blame him because he's got you he's know got, he 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 won that crazy settlement. So right, he, he probably know. has a fucking palace with armed guards down there. You know, he probably probably ain't leaving down there. Plus, he gets he treated, went somewhere. He gets treated like a fucking. He, God down there, about King. Yeah, he he's. A, did you see his Instagram post though? He's like out in the mountains somewhere, dude. I think this coronavirus might have him a little shook, and he went. He said, "Fuck Miami, I'm going up in the mountains somewhere." He looks like he he's like somewhere similar to where I live, kind yeah. of, but like well, way maybe up in the mountains. maybe he's maybe he's going to find you since you didn't pick him against Adesanya. Right. He might be he might be tracking you down, man. I love you. Why do you pick me? Yeah, right. I'm shocked you didn't He's pick the him. He's the reason Devin. why guns are in. I'm shocked you didn't pick him, Devin. I'm still blown away by that that you didn't pick him. It was a smart pick. I mean, I can't hate on it because you you got that fight right. But man, you've been ever since I've known you, you've been gassing your Romero up for a long time. He just turned 43. He's 43 years old now. I know. And you know what, dude? You could even make a another Yoel Romero fight where it's like you could even you could make an argument that he won it. It's so fucking yeah. Stupid. That's his that style. Fight, I don't want to talk about that fight. That's his fucking style. Man. Like if he doesn't, <laughs> it's like either the dynamite fucking detonates and everything yeah. goes, or it's just like some slow drug. That was his worst fucking fight by far. I mean, that was Israel's. Yeah, I'm uh, done. <laughs> yeah, it was a bad fight. I'm trying to think of. I mean, Yoel's had some bad fights out there just because if someone doesn't engage him, then it's it's awkward. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I just figured he's up That's there. That's the worst. Yeah, he might be shook by this coronavirus. I don't know if it's in Cuba or not. They don't think they report their numbers. I don't think they're, they're you know, it's a communist country. I don't think they they have to. They can be like, nah, no one's sick down here. It's like North Korea. Not as bad, but North Korea, they're probably like, nah, we're, we're immune to the coronavirus, yet there's probably bodies in the street because that fucking... Jong Young, whatever the fuck that runs the country, is not reporting them. God, we're getting political, dude. Right? You should see, like, you should. But this is the reason why uh, the the coronavirus can get curved in those other places. It's because they're fucking communist countries, man. Yeah. And when their leaders say stay the fuck inside or else, yeah, they those people stay inside. Do you Here see, in America, it's it, 
Do you see the uh, like the guy it's... from the Philippines saying like, if you're outside, we're allowed to shoot you? The president or someone from the Philippines? I can't remember if it was the president. It was maybe the military leader, sergeant, whatever the fucking called yeah. over there. And he was like, yo, if you're outside, we'll fucking kill you. <laughs> well, maybe not kill you, but we'll shoot you. Hopefully they're shooting in the Dude, leg, man. Shooting them with shooting them with probably like um um non-lethal like rubber and shit, which is I, I mean to the Philippines is a wild west. They might just be killing motherfuckers. Oh my god. There. Could be and eating them. Who the like, fuck knows? <laughs> Manny, I've heard rumors Manny Pacquiao's been wanting to leave for a long time, wanting to come live in America and all that stuff, but they're like, nah. He ain't leaving because there's a there was a documentary like his last fight, uh, the 24 seven or whatever they did. It wasn't HBO, it was Showtime or whoever. He goes for a run every day and there's people lined up outside his house because he gives he gives these poor people cash. And he literally gives so much money. I know he's like a senator or whatever. So much money to the Philippines. They're probably like, uh, yeah, you ain't, you ain't going nowhere, bud. But I heard he wanted to come live in, in Vegas or uh, Calif- probably California. That's where he trains out, Southern California. But yeah, the the people in the Philippines are like, nah, you I mean you leave, you're dead. But uh, you know it is with us. All right, let's move on. MMA related, John Jones. What are we gonna What are we gonna fucking do about this guy, Devin? What are we gonna do about this fucking clown? Remember the shoot him in the leg thing you were just talking about? Yeah. That, well, he was actually his first post since he got arrested. He was out shooting guns a day in Albuquerque. I don't. I don't you know, know what he said. Maybe I can pull it up. Hold on, let me. Before we do that, I want to play the greatest clip ever. And if you, this is this is what I imagine people were like in Florida when you grew up, Devin. Like if you had to do a Zoom class in Florida, and you just happened to be answering the right questions, I feel like this is what would happen to you, bud. I was calling on Ming and. Hold on. Here we go. Right here. It's been the whole semester where it's like every time I raise my hand, you don't call on me too. You're always calling on Ming and shit, like. Ming's not all fucking that, you know what I mean? Like, sure, he has nice glasses and shit, but he's not fucking, he's not everything. Yeah, that's what I fucking, that's what I thought, Ming. Turn your camera off. Ming, I will, Ming, if you fucking turn your camera back on, I'll scrap you next class. Don't think this coronavirus shit's not going to end. It is going to end one day, and I'm going to see you in person, so don't be grilling me. (laughs) Devin, did you grow up with a lot of people like that in Florida? Let me set the scene, because you didn't get to see the video. This guy's got like kind of like curly hair coming out of his straight bill hat. I don't know what hat it is. He looks like like a skater bro, maybe even a surfer bro. I don't know what you know what what state this is in, but the 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 Asian guy that he said obviously Ming was a little sweet baby face Asian guy who was answering too many questions right, and this dude in the middle of a Zoom class threatened to scrap him. How many people did you grow up like that with, Devin? Dude, this high school that I went to. Like one of the teachers found a 25 auto pistol in the trash can in the bathroom. Um, there's like gang violence and shit. Yikes. Um, So this guy's not as, not as tough as where you went, right? (laughs) I don't probably, I mean, call him out. Say he's not tough. Miami's bad, man. Like Miami's bad. All of it. Raising kids down there. Like Miami Dade County, like the public school systems are bad. They're right, but all of it or gang violence or just that part of Miami. I've never been to Miami. So you got like the tourist side, right, where everyone goes because it's beautiful on the beaches and all that, right? And then the rest of Miami's not great. Or do they have some like nice parts? There's really nice parts, like there's Coral Gables. That's right. um, I knew I knew one neighborhood down there, Coral Gables. Like that's a wealthy area. Um, Palmetto Bay. There's a lot of wealthy areas there, but within every wealthy area in in miami-dade county and a lot of broward county as well you can drive 
less than 10 minutes and just be in a in a place where like so there's there's no middle class be. it's either you're rich or you live in the, the there's buffers there's middle is, class is there middle there's class? middle okay. class areas as well because Cincinnati's but like that Miami's well. really weird it's not as hardcore as Miami I mean, there's some neighborhoods down here that are probably pretty hardcore but now I mean I live in the burbs but right next to where I live is it's literally like a mile down the road you're like it starts to get little and it's like white trashy kind of like a lot of drug area and then you go over here and it's like you know where I live it's like really good schools and Catholic schools. And then two miles on the road, it's like the, one of the best high schools in Cincinnati, they win state championships all the time. They're in an area that used to be really great when they built the school back in like the fucking forties or whatever. That area over there was like fucking really nice. And now it's really bad because everyone left to buy, you know, these new houses they built, you know, in the seventies and eighties. So the best high school in Cincinnati, one of the best, probably the best, at least athletically, um, is in the, one of the worst neighborhoods in Cincinnati. Isn't that wild? So you, all that's your, how all of them. Yeah, you want your kids want to go to school here, great, but you know, and then right next to it's a girls' school too. They that's how it bit. is in Miami. Like all the goods, like all the schools with the good wrestling teams, the good football teams, they're all in the hood. Yeah, all of them. So let me ask you a question. All in the if, hood. If you're in a Zoom class and that guy said he's scrappy, what would you say back to him? Would you? I mean, was I Ming or was I Ming? No, yeah, you're you're you. You're not Ming. Ming can't do nothing. Ming shut off his camera. Ming looked like he shit his pants. You're you. You're Devin Tejada. Yeah, that kid would already know what's up and never even said that shit. <laughs> he wouldn't be talking like that. It's so funny because the the main literally, you got to watch the video. Maybe I'll, I'll send it to you. He literally was like, what is this guy talking about? Like, I'm just answering questions. Like, I'm in class. I'm not doing anything. And this fucking idiot just, just decided to get all pissed. It was really funny. Here's the new John Jones video from today that he posted. Put some audio on it. I have definitely found a new hobby. Besides drinking and driving? Yeah, I just got to get myself a GoPro so I can show you guys. Drinking, driving, and shooting guns. Doing a little I might have done that today. before. So you guys be good. Unbelievable. 183,000 views on it. He's wearing one of those. So he's like fully like kitted up. He's got a hat on. He's got shooting glasses. He's got like a scarf like the SEALs wear in, um, in um, like Afghanistan. Like So he's kitted up. Like he mm -hmm. like... And he's in the desert with some big old gun. I don't know what it is. I'm not a gun guy, but that shouldn't be your first post after drinking and driving, bro. It just shouldn't happen. Uh, he should, dude. He should be fucking posting himself dropping off cleaning supplies and food on old people's fucking front porches in Albuquerque. Oh boy, Hang like on. that's what he needs to be posting. Breaking. <laughs> Has news. it not been recording? Break. No, it's been recording, bud. Don't worry. Oh. I'm on. I'm on top of that. Breaking news. <laughs> Dana White sued for allegedly breaking hush money deal in extortion case. A man in the center of the extortion up. case is the part owner of a well-known business, has named UFC Dana White as a central figure, and alleges he was wronged by his promoter in the new assault. Louis Susu passed Friday. Joshua Ramos in Clark County, Nevada, District Court, alleges White and UFC attorneys broke a contract to comp compensate Ramos for signing a non-disclosure agreement that shielded the promoter in UFC from potential financial losses and embarrassments Months before the company was sold for over four million, Ramos' attorney. Uh, okay, here we go. A single felony extortion charge, which pr prosecutors filed after he was caught accepting two hundred thousand dollars for a video of White having sex with his girlfriend, an exotic dancer the at the fuck? Spearmint Rhino in Las Vegas. So this guy had a videotape of Dana White, and he got two hundred thousand dollars payment from the UFC Dana White. So this tape doesn't give out. 
having sex with his girlfriend. Dan, for more. Dave, Dana White's a married man. The actions of White were fraudulent, oppressive, and designed to encourage Ramos to plead guilty so he could negotiate a substantial settlement, which would prevent the disclosure of his actions for trial and personal benefit. Ramos believed the agreement is worth up to a million dollars initial negotiations, but offered four hundred fifty by White. So White and his team have already offered him four hundred fifty thousand. Uh, he's off asking a million. I just found out that bullshit is also was filed against him yesterday. They, I guess Dana commented, this guy went to a federal prison for having to extort me over five years ago. Now he's hired a lawyer who was convinced, who was a convicted felon. He's trying to extort me again for $10 million. He got no money from me last time, and he won't be getting any money from me this time. I look forward to the court dismissing this quickly so I can get back to get rid of this scumbag forever. Wow. So Dana there, White, I mean, no shock to anybody that Dana White's out there ass. banging chicks. I mean, listen, the guy fucking pipes everyone in, in Vegas. There's no shock there. No one sees his wife out. I mean, no one talks about that, right? The Scientology guy, you don't see his wife, right? Has anybody ever seen Dana White's wife? Go try to do a Google. I've, I've done it, right? Uh, her name's Ann, and there's like two pictures of them together. That's it. And it's like it's like a very, it's years old, right? Where's his wife at, huh? I like Dana. I'm not shocked by the news that he's banging strippers. Listen, you're Dana White, though. <clears throat> you're banging strippers and there's a camera somewhere. You got to be better. You got to be better than that, man. You said it was five Clean years ago. Fuck up. This happened five years ago. Yeah, that shit probably happened last night, too. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember when <laughs> Colby Covington stormed on him at the Palms, uh, asking where his title shot was at or whatever, and he was playing like high-level blackjack, and he had like some chick next to him. And I'm like, well, that's not his wife. It was like three in the morning at the Palms. And and I was like, wait a second. Why are we ignoring the fact that, yeah, Colby went up and was an idiot. And Dana asked him to shut the camera off. And the security came out and was like, hey, no, no, no film or whatever. How come no one was like, hey, who's that chick next to Dana? Young, hot. Come on, man. Come on, Asian, man. probably. <laughs> you know, that's the whole thing is crazy. Um, I, I definitely am. I believe it. Um. I think that there's not a lot of fighting shit going on right now, so anything like that is yeah, gonna yeah. Um, be brought to attention. Yeah, that's fucking crazy shit. Um, yeah. I don't know if they'll be successful and get a successful judgment against Dana, but you know, no, it'll get it'll probably get thrown out just because Dana, especially if it's happening in Nevada, Dana kind of runs that town. He's got the highest power, power lawyers in the world, so. Even if it gets thrown out, that doesn't mean he's not going to pay this guy money. The guy's not going to get $10 million, But he's going to be like, all no. right, I'll give you a fucking another two hundred k Sign this. Keep your fucking mouth shut. You can never go after me again. I got sued, and I come from, from a family of lawyers. My uncle was a lawyer. My grandfather was in uh, legal things in his life. He worked for big companies like Pfizer and Sun Chemical and whatnot. So he was uh, he was a lawyer for a little bit for them. And then he was a uh, – what was it? Um promotion no not public relations that's what it was so i got sued i ran over a guy on the motorcycle when i was drunk right <laughs> hit him on a motorcycle i had no car insurance we had a, i had to pay him like six grand to fix his bike or whatever this is when i was 21 uh six grand to fix his fix his bike after the two years was up because statute of limitations is two years he filed me fifteen thousand dollar lawsuit saying something damaged he couldn't work or whatever like that he was parked and I was going 10 miles an hour. He flipped over his handlebars. Yes, I hit him. Yes, I damaged his bike, but you can't work. Like he ran up to the window as I'm trying to leave. I was with my girlfriend at the time and he's punching me through the window. Like, I think you're okay. If you could get up and come punch me through the window, I think you're all right. And I just took off. I just drove away. 
but he sued me for 15 grand and I, I, you know, I called my, my uncle and, you know, uh, and he's like, all right, we'll handle this. And then they never told me anything. I never found out again. And they, they, they kept it from me. And I asked them years later, this is when I was, you know, 21, 23, whatever. I asked them years later, I said, what, uh, what happened with that? And they're like, oh yeah, he didn't get anything. So fuck you guy. If you're listening, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I hit Man. you. I hit you. I hit you on your motorcycle. Fucking cry about it, okay? You got hit by a motorcycle. Why don't you go and be one of those fucking people that that takes advantage of the system and gets unemployment yeah. that doesn't fucking deserve it? Right. He fucking this guy. This go get an SSI, bro. This cocksucker. Statute of limitations for an incident like this in the state of Ohio is two years. Two days before two years, he filed a lawsuit. Some lawyer, some ambulance chaser went running to him. Was like, hey. We can get some money out of this because we paid the six grand. My parents paid two. I paid three. And then they sent me a letter saying, hey, uh, you're going to go to jail if you don't pay this thousand dollars in the next month. Because I was on, I had to meet with a probation officer, take drug tests, all this shit. And they wouldn't give me my license. So I was driving literally for like a year and a half with a suspended license because they're like, oh, you owe six thousand dollars. We're taking your driver's license and you can't get work permission. So I was like, well, hey, how am I supposed to pay this off? I have two jobs. Uh, how do you want me to fucking work if you're not going to give me privileges? And they're like, that's not my problem. So I drove with a year, year and a half without suspended license and, uh, or with a suspended license, not having a license. And, um, and then I ended up getting a loan for the thousand and paying that off. And I was, I was free and clear. And then this cocksucker, I, I should have kicked the dog shit. I'm he used to, sh- my mom just had a stroke, uh, probably like three months prior to that. So she was at home recovering. It was a bad one. And this cocksucker would show up to our house, like asking like, oh, he ripped my jacket when I fell and my Levi's were torn up. Can you give him this letter? And I opened the letter and be like, my motorcycle jacket, that's ruined. It was $400 and my Levi's were $100. Like, hey, asshole, what Levi jeans are $100? Go fuck yourself. I didn't pay any of that. I think that's probably why he sued me. But uh, moral of story, kids, is don't drink and drive. That's what I'm trying to get at. Don't drink and drive. And shoot guns. Yeah. And get caught. Yeah. I was John Jones. I drank and drive a lot when I was younger. I don't drink anymore. I have probably haven't drank in. I mean, I'll have a beer here and there because I'm not anti-drinking. Like I'm not like straight edge or anything, but I don't like being drunk. It like does not fit well with me. Like it just, I get sick. And, uh, but when I'm in my early twenties, I was a real, how do I put this piece of shit? And I used to drink and, uh, have a good time with uh, with whoever, whomever, uh, ladies. It didn't matter what you looked like, Devin, when I was twenty one. Okay, cute, ugly, fat, skinny, whatever. If you were, if you were willing, I was your guy. <laughs> that's, that's, I was, you know. Yeah, tell me. I don't drink. I haven't drank in over over five years. And when I was younger, I used to fucking. I was I was bad fucking kid. Yeah, yeah. I, I just did. I won't even go into it. Yeah. Um, but I was a, I just did a bunch of bad shit when I was young, so yeah. I don't drink anymore. Um, I'll smoke weed. Yeah, but that's all I do. Is See, I never, I never got, I, into, I never got into weed. I don't, I have nothing against it. My wife used to smoke a bunch before we got together. With me, when I did it in high school, um, I was like, you know, drinking made you go out, want to be social, right? I just fucking party, man. Weed just made me like, I was like, I'm fucking tired. Like, let's just play video games and not go out. Like it, I had the opposite effect on me. It did not calm me down or whatever. And then I took an edible years ago, probably, probably like 27, 
26, 27, right before I met met my wife, it was I had just broken up with uh, my ex girlfriend before my wife, and I took one unknowingly, um, and I <laughs> freaked fucked. out. Like you know, like I didn't get like they didn't like hand it to me, but here's you know they're like, hey, just take a little bit, and I took it, and they're like, oh dude, you took way too much. And I like freaked out. It was not. It was not for me. I didn't get super paranoid, and, and I didn't feel like I was dying or anything. But it, it just, it just wasn't, wasn't my scene. Didn't like it. Man, that's that's like a whole another. You know, I live in a state where where um, weed's legal. So like five minutes from my, well, ten minutes from my place, there's a couple places where you can just walk in, and you know, as long as you're a you're an ID, you have an ID, and you're over 21 years old, and you're gonna. There's a few state rules, but uh. You can just go buy weed. So I just go to the store and I'll go buy some legal weed and smoke it legally. There you go. There you go. All right. Let's get let's get back to MMA. Yeah. What do you think? So we got John Jones arrest. Guy's an idiot. We all agree. Uh, Usman um, Usman Masvidal. Have you seen this? Have you seen my boy Usman going off on your boy Masvidal? Masvidal released a YouTube video. So basically, damn. it's a it's it's a dick swinging contest with both managers saying both guys turned down the fight they're both apparently were willing or are willing to fight on the 18th now it might not happen out and now it will i don't really know have you seen any of this yeah i um i have a feeling that mosfidal is gonna fight on 249 you think he will the media is putting a lot of sh- i yeah. think so yeah. i think he's gonna be the guy that that fights that fight um he'll be the main event i think if I could pick anybody that's going to fight, because think about him. What star in the UFC is a huge star that doesn't need to fight for a title and has to probably cut the least amount of weight to get to their uh, to get to their division? Conor McGregor. It'd be Moss. <laughs> or McGregor fighting at 170. But him and, him and Masvidal probably cut a pretty similar amount of weight to get to 170. Right. Truth, truthfully, um, so Masvidal is close. Masvidal is close to 170. He doesn't have to fight for a title, and he's a really big star in the UFC. He fits the fucking like he, you know, he he hits that mark for for coming in to save the day on two weeks' notice. Woodley is saying, "I've told my management team." He, I just looked at it here on my phone. I saw that. Woodley's too. coming out saying, "I'm fighting 249. Like yeah, that's my I'm fight." I'm training. Fucking give me a yeah. Like is Colby in? Yeah, I saw that. I would rather see um, as much of a Masvidal fan as I am. I think it'd be really cool if he were to fight Ferguson at 170. Yeah. Um, and then put Woodley and Covington on that card. Uh-huh. That'd be fucking sick. Sick card. <laughs> Francis Francis Ngannou is gonna fight. They've already tested him. The card happens. He's in Vegas. They'll, they'll fuck. He'll hitch a ride with the UFC to go wherever Still they're going. Walk. Yeah, he's fighting. He's itching. Might not fight Rosenstruck because I don't know if Rosenstruck's in the country or not. But he's fighting. Um, I he's think fighting. I think Colby's not going to take the fight. I've heard Colby's ask for a lot, a lot of money, Conor McGregor style mm-hmm. money. I think since Woodley came out and said I'm fighting no matter what, he yeah, obviously he wants Colby right because he's in shape because he's supposed to fight Leon Edwards. I think he'll fight Gilbert Burns. And I think, mm-hmm. or Masvidal, but either they're kind of friendly. Usman kind of alluded that he wasn't in the best shape. He has a lot of weight to cut, but he said he'd step up and fight. If I was Masvidal, it's kind of a double-edged sword because you're going to get Usman, who probably isn't five-round ready, right? Five, you know, he cuts a lot of weight, isn't five-round in shape right now, and he's not going to finish Masvidal. So Usman's got to have to go five rounds. 
Masvidal's cardio, I think, is good. It's obviously not great. He parties a lot, but I think he'll be able to be in better shape to go five rounds than Usman will. Only issue is... He doesn't have to cut that much weight. Right. Only issue is, is it's a really bad matchup for Masvidal. But Masvidal might be able to leverage that. He's a big enough star that if he goes in there and he fucking gets laid on for five rounds... He can be like, well, give me when this shit slows down. Let me, you know, because he's going to go knock people out anyway after that. And who knows? He can, he can do what fucking Ben, he did to Ben Askren, right? No one knows. Like, if is going to roll the dice, Masvidal he rolls the dice. Oh, dude, he's the, he is the, uh, like, he is the fucking wild card to where, like, the dude is just enough of a fucking badass to where, like, he could get laid and preyed on or lose, like, a stupid split decision. And like come off of it and still, you know, fight a Nate Diaz type dude and and get and and get that, you know, number one spot in the pay-per-view. I think that in this situation, if Masvidal were to fight Usman for the title, I think that this is the best situation for Masvidal to fight it because Usman doesn't have a big camp. He's a, he's a big time cardio guy. Um, if he could get in Usman's head and make him want to strike with him. You know, if he could shit talk and say, you you know, you were losing a striking fight to whatever, you know, just talk some shit to Usman and, and get in Usman's head a bit and convince Usman to try to bang with him. And um, I think Usman will have to because, again, he's, if he takes a fight oh, short notice with the weight cut, no matter how long you've been wrestling, the gas tank. right, wrestling is so exhausting. You got to have to have a wrestling camp. Usman coming off the fight with Colby where he stood up the entire time. He's probably very confident in his hands, right? He's got a good chin. He can take a good shot. Obviously, Masvidal's boxing some of the best in the world or best in the UFC. Uh, some of the great great hands has knockout power. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. You know, if I was Masvidal, I'd be I'd be chomping out the bit to get this fight. And you know, if they fight, they're going to get paid, right? Uh, because oh, in, you know what I mean. They're both in, they're both in Florida, so the fight happens in Florida, which I don't think it will. But if the fight happens in Florida, they don't have to travel, right? Uh, if they do, it's going to be in middle of America. It's going to be Oklahoma. It's going to be one of those Texas, mm-hmm. Oak, you know, they might do it in a fucking church because churches aren't closing down for all I know. I don't know where they're going to Somewhere, somewhere where there's um tribal, tribal ground and yeah. where there is the least amount of coronavirus cases yep. and a Republican state yep. or a Republican state that's fucking, you know, mm-hmm. yeehaw, we're going, we're going to yeah. kick I, this coronavirus. Out here. My only problem like, is I can't go to fights. Uh, the uh, Chael Sonnen did submission underground last weekend. He did it. I don't know it was, what I don't know what state it was in, but it was in a it was in a grain silo, like and a silo, right? silo, completely empty, just the cage, and they grappled. And he was Savage. not in the arena. He was out commentating elsewhere, so it limited to to the room to ten people, two cameramen, two fighters, one referee, and then and it was so big there that they can separate him in the back. Because again, like what I'm saying, I work in a big warehouse. We have over 150 yeah. people that work there. If you separate everybody, that 10 people thing shouldn't be that big of a deal. If you have an empty arena with UFC, keep, you know, do everything different. Make makeshift locker rooms over on this side. Make, you know what I mean? Keep everyone separate. I think it could work. They built a fucking arena in Abu Dhabi. Right. They built a whole entire well, that's fucking where, arena in Abu Dhabi. That's where they were gonna go. That's that was that was uh, that was plan one. Um, and then so Abu Dhabi's like, whoa, 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 we're gonna we're gonna shut our borders down. And then Russia was probably plan two. They did the same thing, Florida, Oklahoma, and now apparently they're looking at the states. So I don't know what's going to happen. But I think Uzumazadal, if we don't get Tony Khabib, 
Usman Masvidal, I think, is a is a good option, right? Colby, I'm, I'm okay with that. Colby and Woodley, interesting because they got a lot of beef. They don't, you know, it, uh, it'd be good because I think it'll be a good fight. And also, we don't have to suffer for like two months of Colby Covington trying to trash talk Tyron Woodley, which would just be embarrassing. Um, oh so God. I think we'll we'll cut that out. And plus, Masvidal doesn't like to talk that much anyway. He posted that video where Kamar Usman was fake. And being a Marty Usman guy, it's a tough look. That was savage. It was a tough look. That- yeah, it was. Bro, you know, everything that um it kind of sheds a little light on who Usman might really be. Yeah. Um because he should have Usman is a as a fucking badass dude. He should have said fuck you. I used to go by Marty. Um yeah. um, you know, but I, I Usman's little stick is coming out. Yeah, His little know. Nigerian stick why. is coming out. Like just embrace it that you went by Marty. Yeah. Like you're fucking Nebraska coach couldn't pronounce Camaro so he called you Marty like just say that like right I can't pronounce fucking Camaro Mar- half the time who cares some old white wrestling coach can't fucking pronounce it in fucking and, Nebraska in Nebraska like it, and you went by just, fucking Marty just own it right I don't understand why he's so against that right I guess it's because you know the Nigerian he's proud of where he comes from all that stuff but listen right I think you know Izzy is Israel Asanya doesn't get mad when people call him Izzy no, it's Izzy Adesanya. You're like, you know, he's not crazy about it. He's got a good. He's not fucking... checking people and shit. Yeah, but yeah, this, just relax. Dude, out of every division, with the top five fighters, the worst shit talkers are at welterweight. Like the well, worst fucking shit talkers. Darren are at Till. Darren Till was pretty good, but he's he's a middleweight now. Masvidal's pretty good too, but um, he doesn't like Masvidal's doing it. Pretty good at. He just—he's every time—he's just a savage, and you can't like—you're not gonna outdo him. He's too sly. He's like a fucking fox, you know. He's—he's—he's mm-hmm. he's, he's a sly motherfucker. You're not gonna—you're not gonna like outbrain him. Um, right. But like Colby, Woodley, Usman—they're all terrible okay. trash talkers. It's they're like fucking—it's beyond cringeworthy. They're not good. They're not good. I'm trying. Leon Edwards Dude, is not so great bad. either. Leon Edwards no, tried to do. A, yeah, Leon Edwards tried to do a moss song. Got pieced up. Uh, I'm Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns isn't great. Gilbert Burns just wants to fight. He's just like fucking. He's a bat. I love him. Let love me him. fight. I don't give a shit who, where, what. I just knocked out Damian Maya, which is what Usman and fucking Masvidal couldn't do. So let me fucking fight. Let me look at 170 real quick. I know there's gotta I'll, be someone that's. I'll easy. pick him to beat Woodley, dude. I'm picking yeah. Gilbert if he fights Woodley. Oh, that's a tough match. I am. He's really straight good, the though. fuck up. I have to look at the line first. Yeah, I'll accept your cookies. Get out of here. All right, so you got Woodley, Covington, trash. Usman, Masvidal's decent. Uh, Leon Edwards is trash. Stephen Thompson's trash. Gilbert Burns is trash. Damian Maya <laughs> might be like the nicest guy in the world. Kies is not good. Dos Anjos is trash. Nate Diaz at number 10 is pretty good, right? Robbie Lawler's not good. Decent. Uh, Jeff Neal's a fucking boring guy. Vincente Luque's trash. Conor McGregor's good. He's at 14 somehow. And then uh, Anthony Pettis isn't good either. <laughs> so yeah, 170 stinks. You got like 155. Like I think Khabib is pretty good, right? Semi-location, that's kind of tough. Tony's crazy, right? Tony doesn't make any sense. He's walking oh. around with a fucking baseball and batting gloves on, Straight but up. he's entertaining because he's so fucking crazy. Poirier is not the best, but he, he can get it going when he needs to. Connor's obviously the best at it. Justin Gaethje, I think, is really good because he's like sincere and honest about it. It's weird. Hooker's not that great. Cerrone, he does it in his own way, right? So already at 55, we won't go through the whole list. Kevin Lee's pretty good. The entire 55 list is pretty good. And then you got 185. I mean, Ken Near sucks. Yo Romero's pretty good, I think. You know, I love you. He's so nice and he he doesn't speak English all that well, but he's 
pretty good. I mean, he's better than fucking Woodley. He's better than Covington and who tries. Covington, like, writes shit down and people probably send him stuff. He, like, rehearses it and it's fucking trash. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. All right, funny. but we're at, we're at an hour uh, and I got no more notes. So what? Uh, what I got you... some fucking notes. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Fire off. I know you don't like to go longer than an hour. So well, we'll make yeah, it I'll let you. Shortens. I'll let you go. I'll let you go. Go ahead. Um, so I just saw this right, you know, right now before we hopped on, but Garbrandt's talking about going down to 125. I, I saw that too. He just had a fucking kidney issue, which apparently wasn't rate weight related. He apparently weighs like during camp, like 140. Yeah. So, uh, I'd be interested. How do you feel about that? I won't, don't mind it. I don't love people going down a weight. I'd rather people going up. Co, uh, Cody is fast which is Not. what helps him at 135, but at 125, I don't think he'll be as fast. He obviously has a defensive issue. So getting clipped, even though there's small and got smaller guys in there, They're quicker. you get clipped by Devison Figueroa down there, you're going night. Yeah, right. So, and Brandon, like, let's put him up. Let's put him up against, okay, so how would he fare against Joey Benavidez? I think he might beat Benavidez. Just because um, of just because of age and, and and youth and stuff, yeah. Benavidez hasn't looked all that sharp lately. But you just almost said Brandon Moreno, which I think would be an awesome I, fight at one twenty five. I think Brandon Moreno beats him. I think Brandon <sighs> Moreno's got fast. Real Garbrandt's Garbrandt's advantages at one thirty five are his head movement, his quick boxing, mm-hmm. his quick hands. He's got good power. He cuts good angles. Everything that he does, he's like a hair faster than the average one thirty five er. Yeah. Bring that down to one twenty five. Right. Those, yeah. And the dudes that people say that 125ers can't crack, Brandon Moreno can fucking crack. Yeah. Davison Figueroa, the yeah. motherfucker can crack. Yeah. I think Davison Figueroa is like a Cody Garbrandt with just like a shot of nitrous. Right. Like, you love I that think guy. You, just, you talk about Figueroa a lot offline. You love I like, that. Dude. I, I like him a lot. He's really good. Um, He's, I mean, apparently, if you saw him, you know, he's, he, he apparently is as good as everybody. Yeah, he's good. That needs to make weight, good. but he's good. Yeah, he is. He's talented. Moreno's great too. Brandon Moreno's he's, really good. I would love to see. He's so good. His improvement is fucking so unreal. Unreal. And his can, improvement. And his and like he comes kind of like from a wrestling ish background as well. And he doesn't have. He's him and Davison Figueroa. I would really love to see that fight because yeah, they can both scrap. Yeah. They both do the same thing very well. Moreno is slick on the ground. Moreno comes from a grappling, uh, grappling background. He worked with his wrestling with Suhudo before the Ultimate Fighter. Then obviously that whole thing kind of sp- spouted out. But his jiu-jitsu is really good. He's really, really good on the ground. I mean, he hung with Formiga on the ground. He was like world, world yeah. class. And now his boxing is coming along. And the most important thing with him is his confidence. He's confident in his game. He's not going out there going, what if this guy takes me down? What if this guy knocks me out? What if, you know what I mean? He's going out there going, well, fuck that. I'm going to knock him out. If you go to the ground, I'm going to fucking dominate. He's a young guy and his confidence is, is really getting up there. And that's, I think that's one of the biggest things. 100%. Him versus Cody Garbrandt at 135. Cause Cody comes down to one, excuse me, 125. Cody comes down to 125. Former champion at 135, 125 is not the deepest thing. Moreno, I think, is top five right now. So he There's gets no shot. Belt. He gets shot right into the top five. He's not going to get ranked, but he'll get, or Cody, that is, but he'll get matched up with one of those guys. You know, Joe B, Brandon Moreno, even maybe Formiga. He'll get matched up right away. Cody's really hard to hang hold down, too. He's really good in the scrambles, good cardio. My biggest issue is his hands are fast. He's got good move, head movement, but when he gets tagged, that goes out the window. And it's like, hey, let me throw 18 right hands in a row till you figure it out. 
And it's guys weird, at 125 are, are really fast. That's why I've always They're so quick. I always like Frankie at 155 because his speed and his cardio really fucked people up. Yeah, he was undersized and everything like that, but he was a former champion and he only lost like he lost the title of Benson Henderson by a very close split decision and rematched him in another very close loss. I think Frankie should have stayed at 155. Um, and then uh, when he moved down to 145, he had some success, but he wasn't as fast anymore. And now he's talking mm-hmm. about going down to 135. It's like, well, now you're 38. Your speed's not going to be there. Your cardio's not there. Your chin's going to get killed. Your chin's kind of gone at this point. I always maintained, I thought he just stayed at 55. You know, I get it. You probably weren't to get another shot because Henderson, you know, beat you twice and then Henderson lost to Pettis and then you kind of already committed to going down to 45 to five, Aldo initially. But, um, yeah, I really liked uh, Edgar at 55, even though he was super undersized. It's like Yoel Romero he, at 185. Like, he's fucking yoked. He could probably fight a heavyweight, but his height and everything doesn't let him do that. I think him at 205 could be a problem. I, he's older now. I don't like seeing him cut all that weight. You know what I mean? Cutting to 185 he, for Yoel Romero is is crazy. And, and him, he's such a big star and shit to where, like, and especially the way that that division is looking right now, like he could come up there and fuck around and fight Jan Blachowicz tomorrow. Yeah. And oh, then yeah. get a title shot off that. Let, let me correct you. It's Jan Blachowicz. You got to say it like that, Devin. Jan right? Blachowicz. You're really with good the, with, with the, the names. <sighs> yeah. You got, you're really good with the names, but I had, I had to stick up for my boy, Jan. Uh, all right. You got anything else? Jan. What else you got? Yeah. And, um, I mean, the Gus, Gus kind of, you know, randomly talks about oh no something else that i'd actually like to talk about that's a little bit uh, you'd probably like to talk about a little bit more than uh gustafson talking about coming back but um, i saw gustafson so, saying he was like 33 or something like that get out of here honestly the way that 205 is right now like if he's getting beat up like that by anthony smith yeah i love anthony smith but like yeah, i would I, I don't want to see him fight no. tiago no i don't want to see him fight any of those guys and it's like i don't like fighters that are half in half out right it's yeah. like you're 33 you made a lot of money you got a beautiful family. I think he runs his own school in Sweden. Just be happy with retirement. Go be a coach or something like that. Then he's going to come back for maybe a payday, get smoked, and be like, I'm retiring again. And then maybe in five years, he'll go do bare knuckle or Bellator. And it's like, I don't want to see that, man. Every fighter does it. And I don't know if it's a money thing, if it's a pride thing. Um, but it's like, once you retire and then you start talking about coming back, I'm tired of hearing it. Right. Chell Sunders retired 15 times. Every time I uh, fucking was like, okay, the first, after the first time I'm like, it's over. And then he went and did the Bellator and he did other things. I'm like, who cares about this guy? All right. What's the, what's the thing that you, so this is, has to do with Bellator. Um, so Mike, Mike Chandler's talking about testing free agency after his fight with Benson Henderson. I saw that. Um, and I'm just, um, what do you? How do you think Michael Chandler would do against the? He would have. Where do you think he would go first? He would want to come to UFC. He's always said that he could beat mm. Khabib and shit, which I right, think right, is a fucking right. a joke. Yeah. Um, but where where would he go? I think he'd probably go to one, which is something I don't really give a shit about. But say yeah. he comes to the UFC, how would he fare against those guys at one fifty five? What do you think? Well. I'm going to say this and hopefully, you know, this doesn't get, I don't get sued by Michael Chandler. I think he will come to the UFC and have a little trouble with USADA first and foremost, right? Just like Will Brooks did. Will Brooks who beat Michael or beat, uh, Will Brooks was the Bellator champion. He came to the UFC and just, it just could not get it done. Right. I think he beat Michael Chandler. Matter of fact, Michael Chandler is a special athlete, right? He's, he's very talented. He's an exciting fighter. He gets in there. He's got big knockout power. He's got good grappling, good cardio. He's got some wars with, a lot of tough dudes. I just don't love 
that, you know, he had a chance to sign with him a couple years ago when he was in his prime. Now he's been knocked out a few times. Pitbull knocked him out in under a minute. He's been rocked in some other fights as well. I think you're right. I think he'll probably go out there and maybe fight Alvarez at one. Um, mm-hmm. I think they'll do the trilogy or whatever. I would like to see him in the UFC because I think he's a name. I think he's interesting. I could be wrong about him. I just think that maybe he's on an extra little supplement. I mean, have you ever seen the guy? He's fucking completely ripped up. Um, but I think he struggles at 55. I think, you know, with the, I do too. With the chin being an issue, um, I mean, he's going like, to come in. He'll come in right into the shark tank and like. Fight I just, Paul Felder or something like that. Right. I think, I mean, I think he'll fare Bar- well. Barboza. I think he'll fare well, fare well against Bar- uh, Paul Felder. But like, say he comes in against a guy like Charles Oliveira, right? I think Charles Oliveira takes his neck. I think he comes in against Kevin Lee, right? And I think Kevin Lee beats him. Uh, anybody in the top five, I think Dan Hooker, Dan Hooker, Gaethje, McGregor, Poirier, Ferguson, and obviously Khabib. I think they run through him. Top five. What about um, Diego Fajera? That see Diego. I think he beats Chandler. See Diego. I think he beats Chandler. Really good. He's like a forgotten guy. Like you forget how good he is because he just beat Pettis. You know, he submitted Pettis, and you're like, oh, this guy's really good. But it's like, why doesn't anybody remember him? Right. Like he was calling somebody out recently, and I'm like, well, Diego Fair, when's the last time he fought? And I'm like, oh yeah, he fucking he beat Pettis. And I'm like, oh no shit. And I'm like, but dude, like, he's fucking good. He's so good, but he's just even a guy like me who's obsessed with the sport. I always just he gets lost in the shuffle with me, and it's weird because he's, he's, he's he's really not that fucking shine. good. Yeah, but Michael he's Chandler, not getting that shine. I've I've stated a while ago. I thought like after the Alvarez fight as he fought alvarez twice he beat him and he lost the once i think alvarez left after that when chandler won the title again after that fight i think he beat dave rickles or somebody i thought maybe you know i know bellator's contract used to be all kind of funky i thought he should have really tested for agency i thought they there would be a lot of interest out there now that he's getting up there he's, he's got a lot of miles on him i think he'll struggle in the ufc for sure i think yeah. he'd struggle at one too i mean ellie alvarez isn't doing all that great you, have to one. Fight a, you have to fight at 170 in one and right. the the, you know, there's yeah, there's good fucking guys over Alvarez, there. In one that, Eddie Alvarez is fighting at 170 and one. Yeah, you have to. Oh, really? I thought there was a 55. Their 155 is 170 because they use a different weight cutting measure and right. they do hydration testing and all that shit. Gotcha. So you have to. Eddie Alvarez is fighting at 170 pounds. Huh. That's why he's been outside. That's why he got right. his eye fucking blown up by yeah. a big old fucking dude. Yeah. Um. He he's forced to fight at 170. So if you're you can't cut weight like bellator or ufc and one they just don't allow their weight cutting measures are different right. i'm not a huge one one fan so I, I i can't break it down to you in the science um but they don't use the same weight cutting measures and they do hydration tests and all that shit so they make well, sure you have i'll drop a line to the old rich franklin see what's going on i don't know i don't know him personally but he's like yeah, he's, he's the president or something over there any matchmaker what is he doing over there he's doing something. he's one you know executive maybe guys. yeah something. he's something over there he's get. i think he's living over there most of the year i don't think he's yeah living. i see he's, <laughs> what a place to live like what the yeah. fuck it's like one of the most fucking richest places in the world singapore i know it's yeah, like dude, like it's bizarre. it's like one of the most expensive places to live and i bet they, they got him fucking set up he's probably getting all that fucking asian pussy all he wants you're you if you're if you go like my uncle who is not a good looking guy well i wouldn't say he's a he's, he's not a good looking guy Tall dork. He's, he was a um, is still a uh, a uh, God. What? Why can't I think of words today? Um, he is a. He works for Toyota. He is an engineer. There it is. He's an engineer for Toyota, and he he got that job right out of college. He's been there fucking forever. So when he first started there, he had to go live in Japan for six months out of the year. 
And th- he's 6'1", blonde hair, blue-eyed guy, like white American man, but not a good-looking dude. He, like, I mean, he never told me this, but he would get stopped by Asian women to take pictures because they were so fascinated with them. They were in love with them. In Japan, like, they love Americans. I don't know how it is in Singapore, but you got Rich Franklin, beefcake over there, making all that money and living in a penthouse. He's probably fucking cleaning up. And I don't know if he's married Oh, anymore. he's... He's probably like the biggest dude there, yeah, you know, right. because yeah, their average height and stuff is fucking cleaning is, up. I don't know if they have. That's an interesting thing. I, if I was UFC, I'd reach out to one because I think they've done closed door events and they've talked about it. And I don't know if the Philippines or Singapore. Yeah, what'd you do? I don't think they how'd have. You do this. Do what? Oh no, I don't think no, they. they, they I don't think they have. They, ma- yeah, do I don't think they have many <laughs> outbreaks. At least they're not reporting many. If I was fucking Dana, I'd be like, "Hey, let's." Let, they own that arena out there. Let's 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 go out there. But again, flights would be would be tough to get out there. All right, Find I think that's some, it, bud. I mean, it was fun getting on, it, chatting up. There's not much else to talk about. I mean, we can go on and on about stuff, but I mean, MMA is at kind of a standstill right now. We need fights. We need action. I think next week. I mean, UFC is today Saturday. It's two UFC two forty nine. It's two weeks from today. We have to get some kind of concrete answer next week where whether where 100%. it's going to be if it's going to be who's fighting they can't wait till the week of because they gotta get fighters in there the week of these fighters got to get medicals and shit like that so i think next week's a big week for ufc 249 to see if it's going to happen or not and uh i'm looking we need to, to pick it. the fights yeah and we're gonna have to we gotta pick the fights, pick the fights. gotta pick the fights so. i haven't i got my my <laughs> folder right there where i keep all my papers it's just sitting on my desk collecting dust and uh i'm so upset so i can't wait to print the fight card for UFC 249 so I can smoke ya uh, in uh, claim victory. Claim <laughs> victory. A, like, I guess we'll get like 24 hours notice for tape study and right. we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I, I, you, you have to imagine they're going to announce. And obviously it's going to be flexible, right? They're going to put out a card and they're going to be like, here's who we think is going to fight. Right? Fight Maybe. week, it could change, right? But they got to lock down a venue next week. They have to. If not, they got to cancel. Have to. They have to cancel. Hundred percent. Or they have 100%. to lock it down, and they have to have assurance. Like, hey, we're gonna go here. I mean, they can't do a fight of the week, right? Week fight week. I mean, they can. They done it before with John Jones. Um, they've moved John Jones all that John Jones fight basically a week before the fight. But other than that, I don't think they can do it. All right, Devin. No. It was fun as always. Yeah, man. It was a great time. All right. Hopefully, they come out with events so we can pick it. Right. That's right. All right, brother. I'll see you. Take care, man. Later. Be safe. That was Devin Tahada via Skype. Thank you for listening. Oh, boys, I didn't want to get into it with Devin because Devin has already heard my sob story. So this is what's going on. So I got a new Mike Boom arm, right? Okay, boring stuff. I know you're not going to care. It, it's in a very expensive one. It has a built-in cable into it, right? So I had to solder the ends to make these little clips. So my buddy at work gave me a solder gun. I've, I've never soldered before a day in my life. So yesterday I bring it in here and I start soldering on old cables that I had junk ones, right? Practicing. I watched a million YouTube videos and uh, I start practicing soldering. I bought end tips, all that stuff. And, uh, I, 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 I did it maybe five, six times. Right. And I, and I was okay. Wasn't the best. I was got my wife do it. She's really nimble. She's got the nimble fingers. She's fucking very talented. Um, she was too busy. She's like, I want to do it. Blah, blah, blah. Gave me some shit. So um, <clears throat> I started doing it myself. Couldn't really do it. She came in. I did one end, right? And I was like, oh, that's pretty good, right? She's like, well, let me try the other end. She's like, I don't understand this. I don't know why you want me to do this. I don't get it. And I go, you're going to be great at it. Like, she's just not confident in her abilities when she's talented at everything, especially stuff like this. She comes in. I show her a video. I tell her explain what to do. She gets on the first try. Nails it. 
It's like, well, give me, give me the, the, give me the thing. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, there's only so much length in this cable. I can't just give this to you. You got to practice again. She goes, no, I'm ready for the thing. So we get the, we get the, the actual cable built in and they give you maybe three feet in the front or no, maybe like two feet in the front to hook the mic up and then three feet in the back. So it's like, if you mess up, you got to cut it off and do it again. So I'm like, we only got so many chances of this. I can't have the cable an inch and a half. Cut it off, strip it, do all that. She does it, nails it first time. Does the other end, nails it first time. Does it. That's how amazing she is. Plugs it in, works like a charm. You're listening to it. This is this is it. So I go and eat and everything like that. And I come in here and I'm getting the office set up, right? I rearranged everything. I moved the shelves. The office video tour I'm filming tomorrow. Hopefully it'll be out Monday, Tuesday. Um, I think you guys will like it. There's a lot of geeky stuff in here and we're going to show you everything. I got some cool shit in here, okay? Um, you know, I'm proud of it, I guess, is what you want to say. So... The mic came on that bullshit blue arm that I fucking hate, and it came with an adapter. Now, this might be boring to some people, whatever. It's a 3-8 adapter to 5 eighths. The new one that I got is an American-made, so it comes... Well, actually, I think it's made in Germany, so whatever. But it comes with a 5 eighths adapter. So there's an adapter in my microphone. I put this on Twitter if, you, if you're interested. So I go, okay, well, I'll just take the adapter out, right? Can't get it out. Oh, oh fuck. Okay, let's let's look up what old YouTube's got to say, right? Found a video where the guy sticks a quarter in the little slots, gets it out. No problem. I spent three hours, maybe even four, trying a quarter, trying a butter knife. I took the fucking uh, goddamn uh, microphone apart. I tried everything. My fingers are cut. They're fucking scabbed up. My right thumb, I don't think I'll ever use it the same again. It is dreadful. I tried so hard. I'm sweating. I'm screaming. I'm getting angry. I'm trying different things. I'm spraying WD-40 in there. I'm fucking doing everything, and I can't fucking get it. And then finally, I just said, okay, enough. I go to bed. I dream about it. I swear my mother's life I had a dream about getting this thing open or couldn't getting it open put on Facebook. All these guys are commenting like, Oh, drilling this. I have tools, but I don't have an extensive set of tools. So I had to go over to my buddy, a guy I work with in-laws house where his, in, his father-in-law has a crazy tool set in his garage and we got it out. So we're here because Dev and I were supposed to record yesterday. Supposed to record earlier in this week. We want to get this out. We want to talk MMA. We want to keep it normal. We want it to get back. And that's what we did. So hopefully this sounds okay. Hopefully everything's okay, boys. Hopefully you enjoyed the discussion. We try to keep it light. Try to keep it uh, fun. We talked about basically everything that's going on in MMA. Hopefully you enjoy it. Hopefully you subscribe. Look out for the MMA takes on... Pot, uh, fuck, man. MMA takes on YouTube. MMA takes podcast on YouTube. Go subscribe to that if you haven't. Uh, if you want to see office, uh, the studio tour, that's going to come out sometime this week. So I suggest you go see it. I got a lot of cool shit, a lot of cool shit. All right. Uh, that's it guys. I'll talk to you guys next week. I'm going to do a podcast next week too. Just to recap shit that comes up. Cause I said, I think next week, like Devin and I talked about, it's going to be the do or die week for, uh, for stuff. Uh, see if UFC 249 is going on. All right. That's it. See ya. Woo! Hey pal, do me a favor. Get her down off there. What do you say? Woo! I say let her dance. Escort this gentleman to the door. Do you see that shit? Yeah. <laughs>